Welcome to the Business Today with the MBA on Money Radio WPSE. My name is John Cray, President and CEO of the Manufacturing Business Association, and it is my pleasure to welcome one of my teammates here at the MBA to today's program, Tracy Daggett. Tracy is our Manager of Professional Development Training Services. Tracy, welcome to today's program. Thank you, John. Thank you very much for having me today. Sure. Tracy, um, we certainly have uh, some followers to the program, but I'm sure there'll be some new ones that are with us uh, here today as well. Could you take a few minutes just to tell tell our listeners about yourself? Great. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, my, again, my name's Tracy Daggett. I've been with the Manufacturing Business Association since April of 2013. I manage the Professional Development Services Department here at the MBA, which encompasses all of our professional development training whether it be standalone classes or our certificate series, uh, and that also uh, includes computer training as well. That's that's under my department. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you, Tracy. Um, just to to set the stage before we get into talking about some of the specifics, um, I know when when working with some of our smaller member companies. Um, we, we really like to be viewed by many of them as fulfilling some of their, their positions where they may not have staff that necessarily does some of the sorts of things that we do. Um, when working with our larger member companies, they may very well, and, and training is a perfect example, they may have a full-blown training department. Um, but what we find is we want to be viewed as an extension of their training department. So rather than having to bring in uh, someone to do the type of programs we do, they leverage they leverage you guys in your team. So um, you know, I know, for example, as, as you shared, we've been, been offering um, more of the uh, general type programs for well over 40 years now, whether it's supervisory skills or leadership for team leaders or Excel training. Um, Tracy, could you elaborate on some of the programs just to give our listeners a good feel for the types of training that we do that for those that may not be familiar with what it is that we've been offering for so long? Sure. Uh, in our professional development category, I guess you could say, what we tend to focus on primarily is relationship and soft, spill, soft skills building skills for managers in the workplace. Uh, you know, whether it be myself or our other trainer, Lisa DiFilippo, uh, we don't pretend to know the jobs that everyone does. But what we would like to kind of focus on is how to maintain and build relationships with employees to foster engagement and also retention of those valued employees that you see that could be your next leaders or your next supervisors. So a lot of our professional development classes focuses on things like communication, delegation, how to do proper discussions leading up to possible uh, discipline or corrective action or or just kind of addressing some behaviors uh, that need to be addressed. Uh, you know, a lot of those things Things are very essential to uh, becoming a good leader and a good supervisor uh, in your organization. Uh, so those are kind of the, some of the standalone programs, but we also have the series of programs, like you mentioned, our supervisor skills, our leadership uh, series, which is just as it says, it's a series of classes meant to, uh, you know, transform the individual. Not so much informative, but it's more of a transformational type of program that we put them through over a course of several months, and it gives them the tools to enable them to go back to the workplace and try different things out to see what's working and what's not. Gotcha. So the the what we've seen and what we've experienced, um, while the company is very good, the organizations themselves are very good at 
at teaching their employees the technical part of the doing their job within the organization, let's say. Um, typically, the members, the companies will lean on us for programs that cross all different types of industries. So whether you are a team leader or a supervisor in a manufacturing setting, healthcare, finance, service industry, nonprofit, it's a lot of the same skills. So um, they can leverage the variety as well as the volume of programs that we've been offering. And uh, again, I know you guys have been very busy with this for quite some time. Can you, especially the certificate programs, um, the supervisory skills and leadership for team leaders, we've been doing those for quite some time. Can you elaborate on them just a little bit more, Tracy, to give our listeners a sense as to the, both the, the volume and the variety of people that we've worked with in those programs? So I'd like to kind of start speaking a little bit about the supervisor skills series that we have here at the at the NBA. Like John, like you just mentioned, I mean, we've been doing this for, you know, well over 40 years uh, with well over 10,000 graduates from the program that have seen a huge benefit out of taking the course. Uh, it's five courses, two days per course, so over 10 days. Uh, it is an engaging but also a, a little intense at times too when we when we really talk about managing people in different personalities. Uh, and it is a process that uh, the participants will go through um, over a series of two to three months. Uh, we do that intentionally because we want a gap in between courses. So if you have a participant come in for say course one, uh, it'll be two to three weeks before we see them again in a new course because we wanna do that intentionally to give them some of those skills and tips that we talk about in class and then go back to the workplace and try it out see what's working see you know if your employees are responding and then when you return for the next course those are the kind of things we talk about in a classroom experience about challenges struggles some of the wins everything that all these people may be going through and then when we have a classroom or a series of people that are you know, say 20 to 25 people. As the participants look around the room, they see a variety of people from a variety of different industries, but they all have one thing in common, and that's managing people. And that's not always an easy thing to do. Uh, some of the organizations put some of their most experienced people in management roles because they think if they have the experience, they make a good manager. It's not always the case. <laughs> not mm -hmm. always the most experienced people make good managers because it takes those people and soft skills that we teach here to, to kind of complement your other skills that you have in the workplace. Sure. I know. I have. Um, when considering the 10 day program, uh, I think well, that's a lot of, that's a lot of stuff. Well, half of it is the people skills stuff. Mm -hmm. So some of the, some of the very folks that they know how to do the job, we can assist them with how to handle that interaction. Sure. Um, and then the other half half of the material is is more of what's typically viewed as a manager's role. So it would be yep. conducting evals, um, interviewing those sorts of things. Right, and actually how to bring those two skill sets together to come and make the whole package of a, of a really good leader and really good manager in the, sure. in the organization. I know you had had shared Tracy that you know we've been conducting that that series specifically for almost forty years now. And, and while the, the core competencies are the same, we've certainly changed some of the examples and those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I enjoy most is when we're out meeting, when I might have the opportunity to be out meeting with some of our members, and in some instances, they're executives within the organization or presidents. Um, they actually took the program 35, 40 years sure. ago. And it's neat where, um, you know, so they're familiar with the concepts while the examples are different today. 
Um, and uh, it's just really neat seeing that 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 longevity in in the program to the point where some of our members have written it into their job descriptions. Yeah, yeah, and actually, we, in a series that we just recently started here, we have like 18, 19 people in the room, and there's a uh, one individual there that took the same course. It was approximately 16 years ago, but they felt the need to retake it again because, as we all know, today's employee is much different than the employee that was coming through the ranks 15, 20 years ago. So although the core competencies are still the same, the approaches may be a little bit yep. different. So we always are looking at those, reevaluating those, and determining, you know, are they relevant to today's manager? You hit on a, hit on a neat point there, Tracy. Could Can you share with our listeners um, – how many people are in a class typically? I mean, do you, do you purposely limit it? And if so, why do you do that? And then what are some examples of how you, how do you make sure somebody understands the material? Well, I, I think when we're going around the room and we're looking to see who's who's getting it, who, you know, what material is registering with who, it it really helps when you have a manageable class in front of you. So for me as an instructor, we do try to keep this class size at a manageable 25 max. Mm -hmm. And I think that allows for a big enough room uh, where, you know, it's still a very valuable class, but it's not so large where the, uh, the people that want to speak up or people that want to add something to the class, it's still manageable because our classes are very, uh, interactive. Uh, we allow a lot of time for participation, and we are both Lisa and I are always going around the room asking for people's opinions, what's going on in the work world. Uh, so, by keeping the class size a little bit more manageable at that 25, it's a benefit to the class and it's also a benefit to the instructor. So, while, while you guys certainly are sharing good information, as much of the program is facilitating discussion because much better for them to hear themselves say how to handle a situation so that they then know that they can go back and handle it. Sure, absolutely, and especially with the series programs, uh, we're very cognizant of the fact that the participants may learn just as much from their fellow participants in the classroom as they may learn from the instructor. Because there may be somebody in that room that's working in a total different industry, but are saving, having the same type of behavioral issues with employees. They've tried different things that have worked. They've tried different things that haven't. And when they share that in class, it is a really a, a huge benefit to, uh, to the other participants in the room. How about some of the Microsoft Office products programs that we offer, Tracy? Can you give our listeners a sense of, of some of those and how, in some ways how those differ a little bit? Sure. Uh, our instructor, Casey, who is our on-site computer instructor who is excellent, uh, has really uh, fine-tuned a lot of our programs. Uh, and Excel, of course, is probably one of our more popular ones. We have three levels of that, depending on your skill set and how much you really want to get into it. Uh, so there's the Excel level one, two, and three. We do Word, PowerPoint, Microsoft Teams is a newly somewhat developed class that's changing all the time. So that's been a huge benefit to our membership. Uh, and uh, Microsoft Access is another program that we have. Uh, and then it's customizable. Uh, if we have a member that calls in and say, hey, I just need a couple of topics here out of Excel that we use a lot, but we need brushed up on. Can you put together a class for us? Oh, we certainly can. Uh, we can. We're very flexible, uh, and we do whatever we need to do uh, to meet the needs of our members. So these these are, with the computer classes, many times they're more of a single day because somebody can jump in and take whatever level they're at rather than 
the supervisory skills and stuff where you got to cover a lot of other materials so yeah. they're a little bit more focused correct so like the the different levels of excel those are those are full day classes uh, mm -hmm. eight to four uh, but the topic specific or maybe an Excel basics class, for instance, uh, not as intensive. So those are usually like half day classes. How about the size of the group? How does that, is that the same or is it different? It's a little smaller. Uh, we have a computer lab here that, uh, that holds tw uh, 12 participants uh, along with the instructor in the back of the room. So because computer instruction is a lot more, uh, a little bit more hands-on for the instructor, it really helps the instructor kind of see where everybody's at so everybody's kind of on the same page and not jumping ahead or falling back. We try to keep that class with a maximum of 12 participants uh, just because we want the participants to get as much as they can out of that class and managing the size helps. Great. So you've, you've shared that, you know, we host classes here in Erie at our facility. We can come on site. I know you guys are doing some virtual programs. How, if somebody wants us to come on site for them specifically, um, you know, my sense is there's a benefit because then they can we can customize the material. Mm -hmm. How many do you do you need? Twenty people in order for for us to to come on site, and and how does that work? No, not necessarily. I mean, depending on the distance, uh, you know, where our instructors have to go. Uh, it's not uncommon to have an on-site training for eight to ten people minimum, um, yeah. and then we can kind of go up from there. Uh, but on-site on trainings do have a lot of benefits uh, for our members. The convenience of us just coming to them uh, is very good. And a lot of companies right now, just because of the way they're operating, maybe a little bit leaner than they have in the past, just do not have the flexibility to send people out of the office or out of the workplace for uh, a full day. So we can bring that to our members. So there's pros and cons to each. What's nice with the public offering is they get to hear, the employees get to hear a variety of examples. Mm -hmm. What's nice about the on-site is it can be more customized. So you really can't go wrong. It's a matter of what fits your needs. Yeah, absolutely. Just whatever fits the training needs of our members, we can do. Well, Tracy, we've got just a couple minutes here left. Um, obviously, we couldn't cover everything today, but we sure. wanted to go into enough detail. How can our listeners learn more about our programs, and uh, where can they go for more information? Well, all the information uh, and a little bit of descriptions, times, places, and, and um, you know how much the classes are are all available at our website at mbausa.org. Um, and it's just as simple as a phone call. Feel free to uh, pick up the phone. Uh, call me directly, and uh, I would be happy to walk you through all of our options and all the information about all the classes we have available. Good stuff, Tracy. Well, it's, it's amazing how fast how fast the time flies. I want to thank you on behalf of our listeners. Also, thank you on behalf of our organization for the great job you and your team have done for so many years. Uh, we greatly appreciate it, and especially the challenges that we've all faced with COVID. I know you guys have really amped up your game. So um, we welcome you to join us and, and give us a call here if we can be of any assistance. It truly has been a pleasure and look forward to having you back on our program. Great. Thank you, and I appreciate it. I appreciate uh, the time to talk a little bit of our programs and what we can do for our members. Sure thing. And thank you to our listeners for joining us for today's program. This is John Craig, and on behalf of the Business Today with the NBA on Money Radio WPSE, we are signing off.